Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review, this time of the 2005 movie, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I'm a fan. I read the books, I've seen the BBC series and own it on DVD, and I was very much looking forward to this movie, a big Hollywood version of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. If you've never read Douglas Adams' original novel and the ones that followed, you owe it to yourself. It's funny. It's Yes, it's British hum- humor, but it's irreverent. It's, it's Some sci-fi comedy is cheesy, and I don't find Hitchhiker's Guide cheesy. I find it to be genuine and kind of heartfelt, but very strange and quirky, and, and the books always were. And I think the movie captures that a lot. Of course trying to make it a little more palatable for the masses, and they do a pretty good job with it. I've seen the movie several times over the years. I've, I've owned it on Blu-ray, and this was my Blu-ray copy. I picked up a steelbook from uh, the UK several years ago, um, and it was all regions, so that's become my version of choice. So I popped it in, um, just random choice of movies to watch one night, and... It looks great. Uh, For a Blu-ray that came out probably 2006, this version probably came out in 2010 maybe, Um, up-converted to an 85-inch 4K TV, it really looked good. doesn't pop like a brand-new 4K movie, uh, but the colors were good. Um, Most of it was very tight and relatively grain-free. Not that it had been cleansed or anything, it's just the grain wasn't hugely apparent like some of the other movies I've watched recently. Go back and listen to the last few podcasts. But I was reminded of how much I love the movie. It's very much like a Monty Python movie without any Monty Python people being involved. The cast is incredible. At the time, some of the stars were not as big of stars as they are today. Like, Arthur Dent's played by Martin Freeman. This was long before The Hobbit and Marvel movies and, and, and things like that. Sam Rockwell as Zaphod Beeblebrox is a revelation. He does a great job. Mos Def, Ford Prefect, Zoe Deschanel, Bill Nighy, Warwick Davis, Alan Rickman, Helen Mirren, Stephen Fry, John Malkovich. I mean, it's just like A-list, 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 at just great actors having a blast on screen. The director, Gareth Jennings, Garth Jennings, is younger and hadn't really made much. Uh, He's most recently directed the animated movie Sing, which is getting a sequel next year. Um, It was budgeted at 45 to 50 million. It was produced by several different companies. It went on to make about 104 million, but they never made a sequel. The director said it just didn't make enough money to justify it, even though the end of the movie, they decide to visit the restaurant at the end of the universe, which is the next book. Now, I've always said in my podcast and reviews that books to movies are apples and oranges. You have to adapt books to be cinematic. And there's a lot more in the book, and obviously they couldn't fit it all into one movie. But I think they did a really good job of capturing the essence and the flavor. And I keep using the word irreverence. When I was watching it, it just felt like, you know, a Monty Python movie that didn't have any Monty Python people in it. Douglas Adams, who wrote all the books, was uh, an executive producer on the movie, and he wrote the screenplay. So you can't fault the movie for its adaptation. Uh, The dude who wrote the source material adapted it. 
I think the special effects for the time are really good and they hold up very well. The comedy holds up well because it's kind of universal, takes place over thousands of years, well, millions of years, actually. Um, And the jokes are quirky and timeless. Um, The acting is all top-notch. Alan Rickman, the voice of the depressed robot, is just... His Marvin is such a great character, and it made me miss Alan Rickman even more. What a great voiceover part for him. It, it just, clinically depressed robot. You've never seen anything like this in a movie, and it's absolutely hysterical anytime he's on screen. Warwick Davis plays him, so he's short, but he's got this giant head. I don't, I don't. If you've never seen the movie, just park your brain and watch the movie. You'll know what you're in for in the opening scenes when dolphins sing a song to mankind before they leave the planet because the planet's about to be destroyed. Um, Like I said, it's got a lot of British humor in it, but it's definitely not, you know, this was a a, a big American production. Um, So the the British-isms are toned down to a certain extent of what happens in England is very British, but everything else is very sci-fi, fantasy, comedy, action, movie. Um, It's a little uneven in places, and that's okay. It's kind of, in the beginning, they cut back to the book, uh, the Stephen Fry is the narrator. He's the voice of the Hitchhiker's Guide. And they look things up more in the beginning of the movie than they do towards the end. Although over the credits, there's some other entries that fill in some more of the story that happens after and such. Um, In the beginning, cutting back to that and then back to the action and back to that and back to the action becomes a little... um, It kind of holds the movie back from getting to where it's going quicker. But they're you know, introducing you to the universe. And watching it several times, this is not my first time... um, I, I just like it more every time I watch it because such care and love was taken with the source material to try and make this happen. It's not perfect. It's not, you know, Blade Runner 2049 kind of adaptation of, of material level. I guess that's apples and oranges as well because I'm talking about movie sequels to movie sequels uh, or a movie to movie sequels. But Taking a book and adapting it into a movie is always difficult, and I get the flavor. If 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 you really want a better adaptation, watch the BBC miniseries. It's got more of it, but this is faster paced and a lot more fun. And you've got great actors having hamming it up and having just a blast with the roles. And it, it's cute and it's sweet. Um, it, it it I mentioned this in in a in a, another comedy recently that we just don't get too many movies that just don't have a cynical underside. There there is some cynicism to Douglas Adams' writings, but it's more large target stuff. And the little stuff and the interplay with the characters is actually sweet and fun and, and, and very interesting. So all in all, it, it's showing all the time on like Cinemax and stuff these days. You don't have to go run out and buy a copy. I think you can pretty much watch it anywhere. Touchstone produced the movie, which is one of Disney's companies, that that's where always they put things that didn't fit in the Disney you know, stable of films. And maybe that's why it didn't always get its due. I don't know. I just think it's a cult classic. I, I said this also recently. If Midnight Movie still existed, we would be going. To, this would be a good Midnight Movie with heavy metal and an American Werewolf in London and, a few, and Rocky Horror. You know, uh, I think it's one of those kind of classics. And if you get into it, and if you like the first five or ten minutes, you're going to love the whole thing. So if you've never seen it, check it out. It, like I said, it's streaming all over the place. You can catch it somewhere. This version of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is now 15 years old. 
old. It's got an incredible cast, and it they really meant well. It, it does everything really well. I'd probably give it a B just because it's a little uneven, and you like, you know, even at 100 minutes or whatever, 112 minutes or whatever the movie is, um, it feels a little long in places and a little too short in places. But overall, it's a fun ride to take. If you've never seen it, check it out, and maybe it'll make you read the books because they're really no great classics. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. This was a retro review as we're taking time during this virus time to kind of go back and revisit some other movies and, and albums and things because, well, there's just not that much new stuff coming out. And I'm trying to do a, a backlog of podcasts so they can kind of be released daily and at least you'll have some stuff to listen to. Hope you enjoy. Uh, all my links are below. I've got all sorts of projects, Patreon. You check it out. Please share subscribe, and thank you very much for listening.